Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Relatable, and I'm your host, Star. Hi, best friend. I missed you. How are you? I love being inside your ear holes. It's my absolute favorite place to be in the whole world. Happy Wednesday to you. It's hump day. I hope you're having an amazing hump day if you're listening to it when this episode drops. Boy, oh boy, have I got some funny stories to share with you today. I have had a pretty good week, I must say, but something a little bit annoying happened to me this morning and I think it's very timely. It was the universe telling me, hey, you're about to do an episode about grocery shopping, about nutrition, about how the fuck do you feed yourself as a grown-up. So I went to do my grocery shopping this morning and when I got to the counter to pay, mind you, there was no bags and of course I forgot my bags because I always do. I'm going to work on it, I promise. So I had this like giant box from Aldi that I was awkwardly trying to carry everything in. Like this is a one-woman show as well. I had no one helping me. I've only got two arms. Sis was struggling. So I chuck all my stuff all into the little conveyor belt and I go to pay and the machine's not working. And I look back behind me, there's about eight people lined up with their groceries and like instant panic sets in. It wasn't because my card wasn't working. It was because there was something wrong with the machine. But tell me why. It is so embarrassing when A, your card doesn't work or something just fucks up with technology and you're just standing there and like you almost feel the need to stop and be like, I've got money, I swear, like I just got paid. It's, 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 I swear, it's, it's not about me, it's the machine. It was really fucking embarrassing. You know, look, it's really not that embarrassing. It doesn't matter. It happens to so many people. And even if you didn't have money on your card, sometimes you just do, need to do a cheeky little transfer Or hey, maybe you accidentally overspent and you've got to return some cucumbers. But anyways, it was really funny. I had to go over to another register while awkwardly trying to carry my box of food. I'm pretty sure they were worried I was like going to run away. I was like, I'm not going to steal your eggs, Aldi. It's okay. I'm here to pay. I paid for my food. I got my groceries and here we are recording this podcast on this fine, fine afternoon. The weather has been absolutely stunning. I was going to say beautiful, but I said stunning. So stunning. It's been beautiful and stunning. It's been so hot, which is the not so fun part of it. I feel like you can't bloody win, can you? And one little thing I want to say before we get into the juicy stuff of today is I have been testing out a new morning routine. It's not really new. It's something that I used to do years ago when I was, I would say, my best self, my happiest, most energetic self. And that is getting up and going to the beach in the morning for a walk. Obviously, I'm very fortunate to live by the beach going to the sunrise, getting a coffee, going for a walk and then going to the gym has done absolute wonders for just my entire existence really. I feel so much happier and so much more motivated when I actually sit down to work for the day. So this is just my little reminder to you that it's really good for you to change up routine when you're feeling a little bit flat or just a little bit bleh about everything. Changing up your routine can do absolute wonders. Get outside, get some fresh air into you in the morning 
thing. But yeah, that's my recommendation. I guess go to the beach and go for a walk, get a coffee if you can, oat milk cappuccino. Also, just a question. Why is iced coffee so fucking expensive? I know I've already come on this podcast and complained about the price of bins, but I would like to know why an iced coffee cost almost $8. Surely you're not using that much more milk, right? I know oat milk might be a little bit more expensive to order in, but like if you get a large one, it might end up costing you up to 10 bucks. Is that normal? Can you please tell me? Is that normal? I love coffee and I refuse to take it out of my daily spending because it's something that makes me really happy. Do I love it that much to spend almost $10 on an iced coffee? Probably not. I'm just going to stick to my regular oat milk cappuccino, but I want to know, what do you think is a reasonable amount of money to spend on coffee? And is that absurd to drop almost 10 big ones on a coffee? let me know. Anyways, let's get into today, guys. What we are talking about, if you can't tell by the title of the episode, is what the fork am I supposed to have for dinner every night? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Okay, so let me set the scene for you. You've done your grocery shop at the start of the week. If you've really had your shit together, if you weren't hungover on a Sunday afternoon, you had the best intentions. You went there and you're like, fuck, what am I going to buy? You just chuck chuck some random shit in, in a bag. And then you get home and at the end of the workday throughout the week, you're like, what the hell am I supposed to feed myself? Or maybe you're part of the other camp who you haven't even done grocery shopping because you were feeling a bit how you going on the weekend. And it's now 6.30 p.m. on a Monday and you're like, well, I think it's time to have Vegemite toast with a protein shake on the side or maybe just the toast, whatever you're into. I cannot even tell you how often I do that. And I love cooking. I love grocery shopping. I enjoy the whole process. However, sometimes I just cannot be fucked. I just cannot be bothered to get in there and cook something. And I'm like Vegemite toast, avocado, protein shake on the side. Absolutely delicious gourmet meal, if you ask me. And then there's the other thing that I know you and I are both guilty of a lot. And that is (laughs) ordering Uber Eats or getting takeaway when you have vegetables sitting in the bottom of your fridge rotting. Those soggy carrots sitting in your fridge, they are literally screaming right now. They're like, eat me. What about me? Are you really ordering sushi or pizza again? Come on. (laughs) So that's why I thought it was really important to do this episode. And I'm joined by Charlotte Murray, who is a registered practicing oh wait no accredited practicing dietitian I even when I did the interview I kept fucking that up I don't know why it's just a tongue twister and she's also a recipe developer so I'm getting Charlotte on the pod today to give us the lowdown on how the fuck do we choose what to have for dinner every night and what kind of things should we be considering in our decision making process when it comes to choosing what to have for dinner is it okay to have Vegemite on toast for dinner is it okay to eat the same thing all day every day You're going to have to stay tuned to find out. Fun fact, years ago, before I ever started any of my other social media, I had a little foodie Instagram account. It was called Five Star Foodie. Yes, I know. The name is amazing. Very punny. I couldn't do an episode without Rimshot. I just love it so much. It's one of my favorite sound effects. There's a few other on there that I haven't quite used too much. Anyways, I had my little foodie account and I was obsessed with creating recipes and I love cooking. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I love cooking for other people. It's definitely part of one of my love languages, which is acts of service. But I know there are a lot of people out there who would just prefer to eat two minute noodles every day because they cannot be fucked cooking. So I just want to say, if you are that person, It's all good. 
I got your back. Charlotte is here and she's going to give everybody tips. But if you're like me and you love cooking, why haven't you invited me over for a dinner party? That's what I would like to know. All right, let's go, bestie. Let's bring in Charlotte and let's learn what the fork do we cook for dinner every night or how the fork do we choose what to cook for dinner every night. Let's go, Charlotte. All right, guys, I am so excited to be joined by the one and only Charlotte Murray today, who is an accredited practicing dietitian. That's a mouthful. I just said it wrong so many times when we've had to retry it. And she is also a recipe developer, which is literally the coolest job ever. Charlotte, thank you for coming on the potty. No worries. Thanks for inviting me. So today we are tackling the age-old question that comes with being an adult and you've, I've already given you a little rundown on what we're chatting about today, but how the fuck do you choose what to have for dinner every night? <laughs> Look, I feel like I'm not in the best way to this because I love, I love cooking. Food is my life, you know what I mean? But I do have some tips um, that I can help. And it kind of just starts with figuring out if you like cooking or you don't like cooking. Because when, if you like cooking, that's really helpful. If you don't like cooking, there's also options for you. So I think today I'll talk about if you like cooking and how to make dinner if you like cooking. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess the first thing that comes to mind for me is variety. So I think about nutrition and I think about what food that I like. And then increasing the variety in your diet. The best way to do that, in my opinion, is to eat lots of different fruits and vegetables. The best way to eat lots of different fruits and vegetables is to eat according to the seasons. So like in summer, tomatoes and cucumbers are best um, grown in hot weather. They're more abundant. They're cheaper. Um, like wintertime, cauliflower, broccoli, the same thing. So if you kind of follow that, then it's easy to just naturally think, oh, I'll pick that from the supermarket today um, because that's cheaper. And it's more abundant and it's there for you. And so you'll find ways of increasing variety if you kind of eat according to the seasons. Yeah, I get really offended when avocados are like $8 each. That's the, the whatever time of year that is, that is very, very That's, offensive. shouldn't be this time of year because I literally just went to the shops and it was like 4 for $8. Oh, bloody bargain if you ask me. How good. <laughs> okay, so increasing more variety into the diet is where you can start. So when you do your grocery yeah. shopping every week, what is your game plan? How do you approach that? Because I feel like for so many of us, we go there with no plan, no list, and we're just like, oh, I'll just buy anything and everything, and then I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to end up ordering Uber Eats instead. So what are some tips or what's your game plan with grocery shopping? Um, my game plan is to always be prepared. So I love to create a list, lists are my thing. And I look into my pantry, my kitchen, and my fridge, and I see what I actually have there. And what I can make out of those ingredients. And then I write down things that I actually feel like making for the week. Like whether that's breakfast, lunch or dinner or whatever I actually feel like making what I want to make. I write those down and then cross check with what I have in the kitchen to make sure I have there what I need. If I don't have what I need, then that's when I'll write a big fat list for grocery shopping. And I try to think about it like what is your local, what does your local grocery store look like? Do you start off with the fruit and veg? And then like, what, what's the next aisle? So I try to write my list in accordance to the different aisles in the grocery store. So I, when I'm in there, I don't feel overwhelmed. Like I'm in the grocery, I'm in the breakfast aisle and I need to go buy like some soap. 
So it makes it nice and easy to kind of plan it out, think, okay, so fruit and veg, what's the next aisle? So I always end with, with freezer. Um, and then, yeah, just thinking about your local, planning it out. That's probably my number one tip. Also, I feel like this is always said, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry because <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> and realistically, it doesn't take very long to write a list, right? It's I feel like it's just no. another thing that we all put off, like folding your washing. You're just like, oh, whatever, I'll just wing yeah. it. But if you think about it, it would probably take me like 10 minutes. But I, And I always forget my bags as well. I think that's just a nothing. True. I don't think a dietitian can help with that. That's just me being unprepared. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe keeping bags in your car? I don't know. That might help. I want to talk about the state of the inside of my car. <laughs> so, is it your Range Rover? Oh, uh, my white Range Rover Evoque. Yes, thank you very much. It's actually a Mazda three, and I accidentally reversed into the wall the other day. So that's oh, an, no. that's a chat for another day. So we've spoken about Absolutely. grocery shopping and how to include more variety. But when it comes to actually creating a balanced or healthy meal, how do you do that? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, if you think about your plate, it should be at least half vegetables, a quarter protein, and then the remaining quarter carbohydrates. So, and then there's also the other um, macronutrient group, which is fats. So you can kind of fit fats in wherever you can cook with different oils. You can add avocado into the vegetable side of things. The main components are protein, carbohydrate, and vegetables. And that might sound really rigid, like, picturing a plate and it's like I don't want to eat all vegetables but you can really like have mixed meals like a stir fry or pasta things like that that in theory have that ratio but it doesn't actually just look as look like that on the plate if that makes sense yeah definitely so it's it's not like you have to like specifically portion out yeah, everything yeah. that you're eating it's just looking looking at it it should be colorful yeah. should have some protein on there okay cool so what are some of your go-to protein sources well i am a meat eater so i love probably chicken i love fish i love salmon um i'm really getting into my oysters these days She's bougie, okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I try to eat red meat maybe once a fortnight or once a week. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just love chicken and fish. I'm truly also trying to get into eating more beans and legumes because they're really good for you. And they're kind of they, – they're not strictly a protein group. They also have a little bit of carbohydrate in them and they also um, come from plants and so vegetables. So – they tick a lot of boxes in terms of that, um, but that, that goal's not going very well this year. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, so one thing I've said to my friends this week is that 2022 actually starts in February. So January was just like a practice round. And that's today. So <laughs> that, that's a good sign. <laughs> it's a bit of a write-off. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. What are like some plant sources of protein? Because I feel like it's everyone knows meat and eggs and everything like that but if you're say vegan or vegetarian what are some sources of protein that you can get in 
Um, there's actually quite a few options. So like I said, there's beans and legumes like chickpeas, kidney beans, butter beans, all the different types of beans. Um, also like soybeans, edamame. And then from soybeans, we have tofu. So tofu is made from soybeans. And then there's also tempeh, which is kind of like a fermented um, tofu-like meat substitute. Um, there's also as well nuts and seeds are full of protein. And there is um, whole grains as well. So like quinoa, rice, they also have heaps of protein in them. So there's quite a long list actually. And it's not as difficult as it may seem to think, um, which is good for the vegans and the vegetarians for sure. And is it important to change up the sources of not even just the protein sources, but say the meals that you're eating? I feel like for many of us, we'll have that one go-to. Like me, I always just eat tuna salad with rice. I grew up eating it. I'm like obsessed with it. Is it important (laughs) to, should I not be eating that all day, every day? How important is it to change up what we're eating and how often should we be doing that? Well, it depends. So like you mentioned, a tuna and rice. If it's just tuna and rice. Do you add anything to it? Oh, come on. I've got my cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, okay. <laughs> bit of toasted pepitas. Yeah, it's it's delicious. But sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat this every day. I don't know. And how, so you would have it for lunch every day? Yeah, usually. Yeah, well, because it's cheap and it's easy and it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. Is it important to change up the vibes sometimes? Well, in, in your scenario, no, I don't think so. I think it's totally fine that you eat that for lunch every day. You know, there's heaps of variety there with protein, carbohydrate, and with different types of veg. It's not like you're eating it three meals a day, seven days a week. If that was the case, I'd probably be a bit more concerned. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad it's not. <laughs> um, but there's nothing wrong with sticking to your favourite lunch, your favourite dinner. You know, everyone loves routine and that's normal. Um, my only thought there, though, is that Increasing the variety of plant foods, like I mentioned, like fruit, veg, nuts, seeds, legumes, tofu, is really good for your gut health. So the more the variety, the better. That's the only thing. So you could have your base. So for me, I could have my tuna and my rice and then change up the veggies or whatever based on what season it is. So then that kind of like changes the whole meal, kind of gives it a different flavor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You don't have to change up the meal, though. Mm. If you love what you love, that's good. My siblings will but, be But, yeah, it's, I was gonna it say, is simple like that. My siblings will be listening to this rolling their eyes. because, And also my old housemates used to always pay me out for eating tuna and rice all the time. But, hey, you've got to stick to it. <laughs> You're all- definitely not the only one. <laughs> I feel like it's typical, like, povo uni student meal. <laughs> it is. But it is really good and it's so easy and healthy, so... That's a good one. There's going to be a lot of people who absolutely despise tuna listening to this, just cringing in their seats right now. I do know some people. (laughs) So we spoke about before um, what to do if you do love cooking, but what if you're someone who doesn't like cooking, but obviously you need to feed yourself? What are some ways that we can be a well-rounded adult if we hate cooking? Well, I think there's different levels of hating cooking. (laughs) If you really, really despise cooking and you hate the kitchen, there's always like um, pre-prepared meals ready there for you. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with buying like a muscle chef meal and adding in like your favorite veg or doing something like that. Like that is super quick and easy. Um, probably not cheap, but quick and easy. Um, there's also, if you're high up on the scale and you do like kitchen, but you just really aren't good at cooking, I would definitely try out like HelloFresh Marley Spoon 
and different delivery services like that because they have the recipe all there for you, all the ingredients measured perfectly. And then you can kind of learn the basic skills of cooking, understand different flavours, how to cook different proteins. And then you have that in your bank and you can like, don't have to stay eating HelloFresh forever, but it's a really good starting point, I'd say. This is not sponsored by HelloFresh, unfortunately. No. <laughs> it would have been a great little segue if it was. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay, so we're trying to give cooking a go. We're giving it a red hot crack. How can we be as efficient as possible? Say if you're doing, maybe you're going to make your lunches for the week or whatever. How can I spend as little time as possible in there? Well, you think back to HelloFresh or Molly Spoon. The reason why that's so convenient is because everything is ready there for you and you have all the exact measurements that you need. So I kind of apply that to the kitchen and say, what can I do this week to make my life easier? Is it washing and chopping up veg to throw into dinners? Is it like, I guess, making a batch of chili con carne and having it in wraps for the week or adding it to burrito bowl for dinner? And like also just keeping meals simple. Like you don't have to overcomplicate it. Like stir fry is good, curry is great having those one tray dishes you can just throw into the oven it's very time efficient and I think like the third one would be take advantage of the pre-cut veg the pre-cut fruit in in supermarkets the salad mixes even like pre-crumb schnitzels pre-marinated meats they're so easy and they're full of flavor and there's nothing wrong with them they're really good and it makes life just so much easier Time is precious. Well, you know what? Exactly. Aldi has really good pre-crumb snitties and they're like $11 Ooh, or something. Put them in the air fryer. Absolutely stunning. Shit. That's the last thing. Get yourself an air fryer because that is extremely time efficient. This is straight from a registered health professional, guys. You need to buy <laughs> an air fryer. <laughs> so, Charlotte, when you're doing your recipe development for your job, where do you look for inspiration? Obviously, you like cooking, I'm guessing, and you're a dietitian. Yep. But where do you go to for inspiration when you're developing new recipes? I am obsessed with Pinterest. Not even just for recipes, just for like food styling, how to make it look pretty. Pinterest is really good for that. Um, I also follow like a million and one food accounts on Instagram. I think that's where I get gain the most inspiration, whether that's like just scrolling through all the different reels or stories. Like there's so much out there. You just really need to like think about who you like. Like my favorite, my famous favorite person is Jamie Oliver. And he just makes the easiest food. He has like these 15 minute meal books, 30 minute meal books. Like it's just so easy and so simple. Um, but yeah, I think definitely Pinterest, Instagram, and it helps to have family members as well who love cooking and pass on recipes and give you ideas and try new things with you as well. Yeah, awesome. I think TikTok is a major untapped resource for recipes as well. Once you engage with like a food talk video, your whole page, like you're just going to get hammered with them. But it's good because I think visually it's really easy to understand. You know, when you look at a recipe on a website, you have to read someone's whole life story before you actually get to the recipe. Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like that's like for SEO purposes, like to make them all searchable on the internet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm like, I don't care about your fucking trip to Italy in 2012. Just give me the recipe for the cookies. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on the pod today. I just want to ask before we go, what is like one really hot tip that you want to leave people with? What do you want? What's one thing that you want them to take away from today? That's a hard one. Um, I'd probably say like, 
eating food and nutrition is so simple. It's so overcomplicated. Like we're so bombarded with so much information. Just really bring it down to the basics. Think about like all the different um, macronutrients, what your plate should look like and start there. And then I really think you'll find out what you love and what you want to cook. And then cooking might become enjoyable. Oi, do you know how excited I got when we started talking about air fryers? I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm fucking obsessed with my air fryer. I'm that annoying person that's like, oh my God, you can cook this in an air fryer. Can't believe it's done in an air fryer. So if you are looking for a sign to treat yourself to an air fryer, this is it because it is so diverse in what it can do. It's amazing. Do I have stocks in an air fryer company? Currently, no, but potentially after this conversation, I will be diversifying my stock portfolio even further and buying buying some air fryer stonks there you go okay so as I mentioned before I am a massive foodie myself and I used to have my foodie Instagram account as well and I've also worked in like the fitness and nutrition space doing copywriting content and everything so guess what bestie I too have some advice to share which is exciting isn't it cool when I can actually give some advice as well I learned from Charlotte and now you've learned from Charlotte too and you can hopefully learn a little bit more from me So I'm going to give you some of my hot tips that I implement when I do my grocery shopping and when I am planning out my meals for the week. And I just want to preface this by saying this doesn't happen all the time. This is like me at my best self. So please do not feel bad if you don't do things like this or if, you know, your your week is a little bit more chaotic or you buy lunch and everything like that's absolutely fine. I do that sometimes as well. So I'm never going to come here and be like, my life is perfect because I've really only recently just started implementing these little practices again. So I'm also a hot mess. Let's get into it. All right. So number one, Charlotte's already mentioned writing out a list of groceries when you go there, but I can't stress how important it is to actually check what you have in your house before you go. Because the real, I, I went through a phase when I ended up buying like five bags of rice but I already had them. And then I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do with all of this rice? Rice is amazing, but you know, when you have it too often, you get over it and it just sits there in your cupboard. And then guess what? In a month's time, you're not going to check again. You're going to forget that all of that rice is there. And then you're going to have six bags of rice. So please take two seconds, get off up your, get up off your ass and go and check what is in the cupboard and what is in the fridge. Number two, set yourself a budget when it comes to grocery shopping. I personally believe that the worst thing you can do is go to the shop every single day. I think the less you go to the shop, the less you're going to impulse buy. Obviously, sometimes throughout the week, you need to go and pick up a few little random things here and there. If you can, ideally, do that one big shop and then limit yourself to that one trip later in the week. Because I can guarantee that if you're doing this on a nightly basis and you're going, oh, just quickly run into coals on the way home from work, you're going to end up overspending. And then there's going to be even more soggy vegetables that are sitting in the bottom of your fridge. So please set yourself a budget and just go on that one trip. Also, be realistic about how much money you want to spend. If you're going to say, okay, I'm only going to spend $30, but that's not enough money. Like maybe Maybe you need to look at your whole budgeting system if you even have one at the moment and say, how and where can I allocate some funds to this so that I can actually eat food that I enjoy? Unless you just want to eat Vegemite toast every day, as long as you're having vegetables and protein on the side. <laughs> so set yourself a budget, go try and go to the shops as little as possible. And then 
we are going to do this amazing thing called batch cooking. So if you're the type of person who doesn't enjoy just eating the same meal all day, every day, so say you do a giant meal prep at the start of the week and you end up getting over it by Wednesday, do batch cooking. So just have your key items. So say you can have like your chicken breast, boil some rice, prep up some veggies. So then when you actually go to cook your meal or to develop your meal together, put it all together, you can make something completely different every time. So say if you've got some veggies, some rice and some chicken, you could, that's all prepared. You get home from work. All you have to do is maybe you can chuck it in a pan and you and make you can make a little stir fry, put it into a bowl and you can make a little salad. But the key thing is that you already have all of those ingredients sitting there. So it's very minimal effort from you throughout the week, but then you still get that variety. And really to get more variety in terms of flavors and textures and everything, change up the dressing, change up the sauces, add little yummy nuts and seeds or fun little seasonings to the top of it. You can trick yourself into thinking it's something completely different, but I think that's just like a really good way because I know a lot of people get over it and then your meal prep will just end up sitting in the fridge and it will go disgusting. So batch cooking is going to be your bestie because it is certainly one of my besties. You are my number one bestie and then batch cooking is my number two bestie. (laughs) We already touched on this last one a little bit in the chat with Charlotte, but make sure you're actually eating foods that you enjoy. What's the point in spending money on groceries and say you saw some healthy, I quote, meal on Instagram from some fucking Fitzbo influencer and it looks like some kale with some boiled chicken. Yummo. I'm going to make that for my meal prep. If you don't actually enjoy eating those foods, then don't waste your time and don't waste your money. Think about the things that you actually love. What are the flavors and what are the textures that excite you? Like, what are you not going to get over eating? Because food isn't just for like nourishment. You don't just eat it to stay alive. Yeah, sure. That's one reason why we do it, but it's also meant to be about enjoyment. So check in with your body when you are eating and notice those little things like what actually does make me happy. For me, I love texture. I'm like all about texture. That's why I love my big ass salads because I just put so much like random shit, seeds, like everything that's really crunchy. If it doesn't have texture, I'm not going to eat it. So you don't have to eat boring, soggy pieces of kale unless you want to. If that's your vibe, absolutely go for it, but make sure you're actually eating foods that you enjoy and bearing in mind, of course, that everything is okay in moderation. Every single food is healthy. If you did anything in excess, it would probably be shit for you, but hey, you got to leave room for those delicious, yummy things. For me, one thing that I never want to give up is maxi bonds because I love maxi bonds and I believe they are the most delicious ice cream available in Australia. Don't come at me, Magnum Ego. It's just not on the same level as Maxibon. I have butted heads with a few people about this topic before, but I believe that Maxibon is the goat. So always leave room for those really yummy things that you actually enjoy because if you set yourself up for like, okay, I'm going to be really strict. I'm only going to eat this, this, and this. You're going to end up fucking hating it. And then you're going to end up going to Macca's and spending money on lunch when you've got meal prep in the fridge. Mind you, Macca's is also amazing. Oh, actually, I have... A bone to pick with McDonald's, Uber Eats. I was a little bit litty committee the other night when I got home from night out and I ordered Macca's. I was so excited for my double cheeseburger and it got here and they sent me a fucking McChicken. Oh no, it wasn't even a McChicken, it was a chicken and cheese. (sighs) 
I got my $5 refund from Uber Eats, but I'm still really upset with you, Maccas. <laughs> Please don't send me the wrong burger, especially when it's like something completely different. That is so upsetting. But yeah, guys, make sure you're actually eating foods that you enjoy. And if McDonald's sends you the wrong burger, let me know because I have experienced that too and we can go after them together. I could not possibly finish an episode without doing everyone's favorite little segment where we go into the deep end of my comments and DMs and holy shit, have we got some fucking bangers today. Also, I thought we'd remix it a little bit today and also go into the reviews on Apple Podcasts, which was an interesting place to be because, wow, people, first of all, you have the anonymity on Apple Podcasts as well. I guess you have that on social media as well if you've got a burner account, but this person... Okay, the person's name is Chocolate Starfish. Delicious name, if you ask me. And they wrote, does everyone get their own podcast these days? (laughs) Why is that so funny? Also... Chocolate Starfish did also leave a four-star review along with that. So I feel like it's not too mean, but I just thought the comment was so funny. Please leave me a five-star review if you have a hot second to go and do that. I would be so grateful. You can also leave reviews on Spotify as well because you know what? Some fuckwit went on Apple Podcasts and left a one-star review and didn't even say anything. So it's completely fucked up my ratio now, which is extremely frustrating. This also happened with my Uber rating. I must have booked an Uber for someone one time when they were pissed and then they were in the car and my Uber rating went down. So I feel very passionate about not having a shit rating. Unless people actually have constructive feedback, I'm so here for that. Please let me know. But guys, come on, we need to override Chocolate Starfish and (laughs) come in with the reviews. Okay, another one. I made a TikTok video and I referred to myself as a hot mess because it was like, a 20-something-year-old hot mess, and I was just talking about all the things I'm shit at, which is really what I'm doing on this podcast as well. (laughs) Someone wrote on it, hot is pushing it. A mess, though, I agree with you. Um, okay, it's an expression. Come on, I'm not saying I'm the sexiest person in the world. A hot mess is actually just a fucking term that people use. Anyways, that is it from my comments and DMs this week. I feel like I'm going to start doing some wholesome ones as well because I do get some very, very beautiful messages from you guys. I always appreciate it. When you slide into my DMs, come and hang out in the Facebook Oh my God, in the Relatable Podcast, that's the name of the podcast, Facebook group, because we're going to be continuing the chats there. I want to know what is your go-to recipe to have for dinner? What's something that's really easy, really quick, really yummy? Please come in the Facebook group and share because I'm going to be sharing mine. I don't even know what I'm going to share. Oh my God, we're reactivating Five Star Foodie. How exciting is this? As always, friend, if you did enjoy today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot, chuck it up on your Instagram story, pass the word on, send it to your bestie, send it to your cousin, whoever you want to send it to. Let's get the word of Relatable out there. I am so, so grateful for you guys. As always, you can find me on Instagram. I'll leave my links in the show notes. So guys, get out there, be kind, eat your vegetables, drink your water, and don't be a dickhead, all right? I will see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 